I made it down the coast in 17 hours. Oh, we're recording already. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. Wow, that's embarrassing. <laughs> no, it's not. You're a great singer. It's embarrassing when strangers see you sing Wagon Wheel by <laughs> Darius Rutgers. Dude, uh, in my freshman dorm, yeah. every guy would buy a ukulele. Every, every douchebag. Yeah. This is all for the douchebags out there. Every douchebag would buy a ukulele, right. and they would learn Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Yes. And they would learn Wagon Wheel, yeah. and they would get their dick sucked every day. As they should. All the women in the dorm sucked their cocks. And it's like, you bitches don't understand that, <laughs> that the ukulele is an easy instrument to learn. First off, we're starting off real hot. You <laughs> bitches sorry. don't I'm understand. I'm sorry. Could you turn off the mic a little bit? You bitches don't understand. Uh, and Better? Yeah. Also, I learned how to play the ukulele, so I'm one of those assholes well, you're talking about. Well, you've been reformed, but I, I, my point stands. Sorry, you play classical guitar, and you play songs no, no one's ever not, heard it's of. it's not even a clap. And ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I hear you play guitar sometimes in the apartment, and it's just like, ding, 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 ding. Does, <laughs> does he get his dick sucked? No. <laughs> oh. It's because he's playing fucking Sebastian Bach. <laughs> <laughs> Johan sucks my cock. Yeah. <laughs> he comes back from the grave. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so, like, but why is that bad? That these fellas are learning a musical instrument, yeah, to get fellatio, but they're learning music. That's good. No, it's not. It's the same reason. It's the Would same. you rather them get fellatio by drugging women or the art of no. music? That's an extreme. Those are both bad. <laughs> Well, that was way worse. What are you talking about? <laughs> right, you're right. You're you're right. You're right. Those are both bad. Like they're equal. You're, no, I'm sorry. I take that back. The ukulele's way worse. Ukulele's way way worse. Uh, was it your roommate that did it? Is that why? No, it, he never got laid. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, no, wait. Yeah, he did. He did. But it wasn't the uke. He did it the old-fashioned way, with, with charisma, with chari- yeah. or whatever. But. Why? Building a relationship organically. Why do you hate the ukulele so much? It's like the you know the Greek sirens that sing on the island. Yeah, and the sailors come and crash. Yeah, and then they—that's the myth. It's the same thing. It's these men with buff arms, and they sing the ukulele somewhere over the rainbow. And then the women just—they just—they they, they run towards the men and crash. You know. Yeah, because they crash into the sea. <laughs> they crash into the coast. <laughs> Into their cock with their mouth. Yeah. yeah that's the, the hard coast cock. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the men go, yes. Is there like a song you would prefer them to sing where you'd be kind of okay with it? I'd prefer them to smash the ukuleles. <laughs> so any other instrument would be fine. If there was a guy just playing the trumpet. Oh, yeah. If you play the trumpet and get your dick sucked, fuck yeah. Saxophone. So guitar. Is guitar okay? Guitar is like, eh. The ukulele is like the worst heinous crime. That's like murder. Uh, Guitar is like harmonica? a misdemeanor. Harmonica, yeah, harmonica. No one's got their dicks up right there. Yeah, exactly. That is a fact. <laughs> and I ain't, I ain't no scientist. It's but a shit that propellant. Is, that is a fact. It's like yeah. But didn't you have those guys like that in college that would like pick up an instrument and then you just use? They don't really care about music. It's like guys that do comedy to get laid. Yeah, but Sean. Sean, those guys that got laid playing like a shitty cover of like Wonderwall on the ukulele were still gonna get laid. Mm-hmm. The thing I don't is, know. the thing yeah, is, the thing is, 
because they have they're good looking, right? They have, they have the charisma, they have everything. This was them a good voice. This is just like them. They're lazy and they need like a you know this is bait. <laughs> their siren song, yeah, like you said. Yeah, they're going fishing. They're already hot. Yeah, the sirens are already beautiful. Yeah, the sirens are already ringing, and this is like them going like, "Come on." <laughs> It's like uh, when a farmer calls the cows in and hits the bell. Yeah. Yeah, the dinner bell. Come on, cows. Daddy needs to get his dick sucked. Yeah, it's just, I remember these guys would be in their in their dorms, like the smell of weed drifting gently outside of the room. Yeah. And they'd just be playing, and then the women would, would just flock. It was literally like it. I don't know why you're getting mad at, you get mad at that, because you just got out of a relationship with a woman, and the other day, it was funny. We're wait, wait. Sean just got out of a relationship? Yeah. Yep. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> no. Please, but, please, so please. So what I was telling him, I was like. Uh, I'm in pain. The apartment. I moved into his apartment that our old friend moved out of. And beforehand, there was like no sense of, uh, what would you say? Any art on the wall? Hom- hominess. Hominess. It looked like a. Serial killer. Yeah. It looked serial killer. Yeah. Meth. So, like, meth heads live there. So, what I did is I got some couches. Mm-hmm. I got a carpet. It matches the couches. I got, like, I got uh, movie posters that fit. It's so, a vibe now. It's a vibe now. And I told it Sean, It looks I like go, Pulp Fiction. The bathroom's clean now? Yeah, bathroom's clean. And I, I told Sean, I go, Sean, now we're going to be able, you know, you could bring women over without feeling, like, like ashamed. You to, like, you have to explain yourself, like, why you live like this. I and did have to do you, it. And then you literally said... You literally said, I am never having sex again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. And I just go, I go, I thought you were thrilled that you were broken up. And you're like, I am. That is why I'm never having sex. And I was like, that is someone that's dealing with some trauma. (laughs) I didn't say it like that. I said, I'm never having sex again. Oh, that's That's a big, how old are you? I'm 25. That's a big fuck. That's a long time. If that, statement years, is true, if that statement's true, you should shave your head and become a monk. No, let's do this. Let's do this. All the women listening to this, see if you can have sex with Sean and if he breaks. That's what you should do. Yeah. Try to have sex You're with him. You're out of him. luck. Our pod, we're told all men. <laughs> yeah, it's like Actually, 80%. Hey, hey, no. it's Austin. Any dudes out there that think they can break yeah. Sean? No, I think we have more women. Anyway, women listeners than most male podcasts. Okay. Whatever. Who cares? But also, I don't want to make. I also don't want to make that the first, like Patreon. What? It, it's just, Should donate, we make it like a night donate club? twenty dollars and you can you can suck Sean's dick. <laughs> I, I just thought of Sean's first album cover, and it's gonna be your pants down, you're holding ukulele, and it's the back of the girl's head, and you're like this pretending to play. Yeah, oh, that's pretty good. That's your album cover, and then a, a big red line through it, and then on the back of the album is just your ass and her grabbing it like that as that's, she gives gosh, you a head. That's great. <laughs> that's funny. Maybe you should pick up the ukulele. <laughs> Put it in your comedy. Honestly, maybe. Are you feeling down? Pick up the ukulele. Pick up. <laughs> How's that going with the breakup? You feeling all right? Yeah, it's fine, dude. I, I like I said, I just I bl- I blew it. I blew it, and uh, I just I wasn't ready. I I rushed. You know, we rush. You rush into things, and I I rushed. I rushed into it, and I. Should Feel we bad. should we tell the listen listeners how the breakup happened? I mean, we have to now. Okay, so <laughs> for a while now, Sean's been unhappy just because uh, they're both busy. 
So he'd complain to us like, oh, she's busy. I'm traveling, this, that, this. So I think I'm just going to break up with her, you know, just so she doesn't hate me. So we're like, oh, that's a good idea. You should, if you feel unhappy, just break up with her. And then two weeks later, he'd come over. We're hanging out, and he's still bitching. He's like, I just want to fucking break up with her. And we're like, okay, do it. And that went on for like four months. Of Sean saying, I'm going to break up with her, but he just never did. And then one week, he just ghosted her for like a mm. week and a half. No, no, no. It was a mutual ghosting. It was a mutual, but. But I kind of, yeah, it was kind of me. It was me. He just didn't text her for a week and a half. Well, here, and then he I calls me. Let me come real quick. And then he calls me and he just goes, hey, man, she just texted me and saying that it seems like we're both very busy and she wants to break up with me. Before we start hating each other, and I was like, "Oh, that's good." And he goes, "Did I did I blow this?" <laughs> I was like, "I thought this is what you wanted." <laughs> no, it, it it is. I mean, I, I joke I joke a lot, you know, but um, I just couldn't pull the trigger. I'm actually I'm getting really good at confrontation. Are I'm you? getting better at it. Are you really? I'm gonna quit my job today. That's a confrontation. Yeah, my life's gonna change, dude, in a big way. <laughs> No, it's, it's, uh, no, but it, it was just, it's like, I, I couldn't pull the trigger, dude. I couldn't, I'm a, I'm a, I was a, I was, I was a pussy. You don't like being the bad guy. I really don't like being the bad guy. But that makes you the bad guy. And because then and, they have to do it. Right. So in a way, I'm like worse than a bad guy. Yeah, you're like Thanos. Like, <laughs> you're the bad guy, bad well, guy. I don't know about, he, he killed half the universe. Well, Let's you killed maybe half, not you killed half her heart. <laughs> <laughs> you killed half her heart. I, I do genuinely feel bad about it. I feel bad. Yeah. I should have, I should have, I should have manned up and done it, but I couldn't do it. I don't know why. I need a therapist. <laughs> I just, I, I'm, I'm definitely I'm afraid. Worried, of I'm worried for you because I'm worried that you're gonna meet a woman in the future that won't handle that shit. Who will not like? Because <laughs> this girl was good. She could read the signs, so she's like, oh, this is not working out. So let's just end it. But there are some ladies out there that. Oh, they'll fucking drag it on. They don't care if it's an unhappy relationship. They'll just drag it on. They like the they yeah, like they, the pain. Oh, they love it. And then it's gonna be you. You're gonna be bitching the day of your wedding night. You know, just being like putting on the tuxedo, boys. I wish I could end uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Should I do it before we get? Should we walk up the aisle? Yeah. <laughs> is that is that would that be a good time to break up with you? Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get married. That's my energy, dude. I'm like, hey, like I know we're about to get married, but like I'm gonna do a lot of thinking. You're gonna have three kids, and then you're gonna be like one of those nine one one calls where you're like, I killed my wife and kids. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my I, Mert. I blacked out and I killed my <laughs> wife and kids. <laughs> you're gonna finally confront at the wrong nine one one. Nine one one. Okay, sir, slow down. It was yeah. Oh, you know, I'm not. A, no one's perfect. Except for me. Yeah. So I, so why the no sex thing then? Like why? oh no that that was I'd love to have sex again, <laughs> but the thing is it's like I just don't it's not on my priority list. I'm I'm like really focused on being a comedian, building a career, and then I'm, I'll like I just don't. Do you suffer I don't from low T? No. No, not at all. I grow a beard in like fucking a, a week. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, I I have high tea. Uh, but but uh, but uh, no, I just I don't I, I don't I don't believe tea. in hookup culture. Yeah. I don't want a relationship, and I don't believe in hookup culture. I don't think you can fuck without emotional connection, and if there is an emotional connection, I don't want to uh, half-ass that. I have a question. You know what I mean? So no, 
Because <laughs> you no, don't. I don't know what no, you mean. No, I agree. I agree with you. With what I'm saying is, I don't want some people. Some people drag can't someone hook along. Up. Some people can't hook up without emotional connection. I'm the same way. I I get very emotionally involved. Uh, but don't you think there are some people that have no emotion when they have sex? No, no. Yes. I think really. Yes, there is. There are some people that don't give a shit about it. To them, it's just literally a transaction. I think they're is, lying. Gonna, they're lying to themselves about it. Even if you you because when you go to a club and you meet a girl, if, even if it's only like a brief interaction you have with her, and assuming prostitution is an exception, if it's literally prostitution, then I get it. But even then, when you choose a prostitute, you're looking no, for one that you no, that you vibe some, with. There's some ladies and there are some gentlemen out there that. Literally, all they look for when they go out is someone, I just want to put my P in their V, and then the next day, I want to go back to my life. If you if you hate yourself, it's very easy to have be disconnected with another person and just use them for sex. Oh, I see that. about yourself. Yeah, yeah. Or it's the opposite, too. Hmm. People that, like, overly love themselves where they're like, I'm a hot piece of shit. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to go out there. Well, they fucking, hate themselves. They're the real people that hate themselves. Yeah. They're typically disconnected. And so they're able to just, you know, smash. Me, I fucking, the tip goes in and I'm already planning our wedding. <laughs> I'm already, the, I, I fall in love so fast. I fall in love so I fast. Do, I do too. Like I am bad at So here's the key uh, So you don't fall in love so fast Find something on them physically That disgusts you It could be a little thing <laughs> Like a pinky toenail And then you focus on that So the love doesn't And you don't come as fast either Because you don't love them as much Because that pinky toenail yeah. Is so slender That you're like gross I just That was during weirdly sex, specific during That's just an example yeah. <laughs> During sex last long I just think of the uh the, the Korean conflict we were in and <laughs> the soldiers we lost. And she's Korean. Yeah. <laughs> That's what reminded me of that. You hurt my granddaddy. <laughs> and now I hurt you. And she's like, no, you're not. <laughs> you just think about D-Day? Yeah. <laughs> New D-Day here. <laughs> Welcome to D-Day. <laughs> no, I had a... A bad breakup once in college where I tried to break up with the girl and uh, she said no. Mm. And that was scary. I, I just that, go, I go, if I that go, happened, bro, I would like piss oh, myself. Oh, dude, it was just like we, had, it was just like not enjoyable anymore. We were fighting. Like it was like she thought I was cheating on her, even though I was like, I'm not cheating on Like she, yeah, she would like track. Yeah, like, I barely got you. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, no, she would like track my like time. She'd be like, "It's uh, like I would get out of class like at three, and it would be three thirty, and she was like, uh, "Did you live together?" No, but she stayed at my dorm. A oh, lot, okay. She, I'd come to my dorm, and she'd be like, "It only takes you fifteen minutes to walk." Yeah. Where the extra fifteen minutes go? And I was like, I took a detour. Like I went. Like, she was cheating got on some, you. No, she. Ended up, yeah, she yeah, was. Yeah, that the real jealous ones like that, it's because they're in their head like, this is what I do. Also, we got together. She had a boyfriend when we first hooked up. Ooh. And I didn't know. Yeah. So it was a whole thing. Uh, but uh, and I was like, it, I don't know. I like went to the store, got some like food, and then I came here. And she just goes, are you cheating on me? I was like, it's 15 extra minutes. You're holding I go, a smoothie. You think I ran I up smoothie. to someone else's dorm? Ran up to someone else's dorm, fucked real quick, and it's like, I got a blast. Like, no, like, 
But like I, I sat her down. I was like, hey, I don't think this is going to work. And then she's like, no, we're not breaking up. She goes, I transferred here for you. Oh, shit. Like, oh, yeah. And then I go, I thought you transferred here for your education. <laughs> <laughs> and she I goes, was Tony, like, college is a myth. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, oh, man. And uh, I was like, no, I think, oh, God. I, go, I think this is done. And then we had sex right after that. And I was trapped for four more months. That must have been miserable. Oh, it was not great. It was unhappy. And then she started oh hooking up. Oh, my God. She started hooking up with her coworker, and she told me. She was, like, sad. She was like, I've been cheating on you. And uh, I was like, I was thrilled. I was like, I hope, <laughs> I, was like I hope it works out. I go, you should have told me you had feelings for this other guy. I would have been like, fucking good man. <laughs> I'll be the best man of the wet. Shake his hand. Hey, yeah, hey, you're a good hey, man. Are you go, are you, hey, are you fucking my girlfriend? Good, Tony. Nice, Tony, to, meet nice you. to meet you. <laughs> was this your worst breakup? Yeah, I mean that was the only real relationship I've been in. Oh, okay. Um, I've been in like you know, whatever. Nothing official. No, you guys haven't had women. the fake pregnancy or the I'm gonna kill myself or any of that other stuff. No, thank no. God, I've not the I'm gonna kill my. Well, every woman I date is. We had a not a fake. Like I think there was. <laughs> A pregnancy call, but I don't think it was like a fake. Like I don't think. So you actually knocked her up? No, I think (laughs) I think she just thought she was pregnant, and then we took a test, and she wasn't. Thank God. But like I don't. So that's a pregnancy scare. Scare, but not like a fake pregnancy. Oh, like she lied about being pregnant. Oh, I have a buddy. I have a buddy in Dallas who he's the king of dating girls. That anytime he wants to break up with them, they're just like, "I will kill myself." And. Anytime, and it just destroys him. And he just, just pulls a slot machine. It's like Frank pregnancy suicide threat. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of them is okay. Yeah, I, I'm okay. I love you, babe. Let's move on. And the rest of them are just horrible nightmares. Yeah. No, I could never. I don't know what I would do with that. Is he calm and also an asshole at the same time? Yeah. Yep. There you go. There you go. That's yeah. what attracts it. Attracts him because he the, the, he's calm compared to their craziness, but he's also an asshole. So he, they don't run over him, and then they just cling on to that shit. Yeah. See, I don't understand people. I hate being autistic. I don't get <laughs> every every everyone looks the same to me. I'm not even right. I'm not racist, or I'm a great guy. Yeah, what? That's what a great guy is. I'm not racist. I'm a great guy. Is that your Tinder profile? <laughs> Stand up comedian. I'm not racist. I'm a real good guy. I mean, I did Tony Hinchcliffe once, but that's not. <laughs> Yeah, my Twitter from us. I don't understand people. I'm a great guy. I'm not racist. <laughs> oh man, you need to find a girl who's into Sudoku. That's what you need. Yeah. I don't know what kind of woman is right for me. I think I like. A, I mean, my type's emo chick, goth chicks. I, my, that's my type. Because I'm like calm. I'm afraid of con. They're crazy. They're like grabbing me. Like, let's go jump in this volcano. And I'm like, I love you. Volcano <laughs> <laughs> right now. He's are gonna- you are you Harley Quinn? Are you looking for a Joker? <laughs> I look. Yeah, he's pushing you in a fucking a vat of acid. Yeah, and I'm just like, and she's like, become me. And she's like putting gauges in your ear, and you're just like, all right, I'll, I'll fucking put holes in my ear. And I'm just like, oh, but the data says that's too hot. The volcano will kill us. And she's like, go. No, I, I'm into women who are like, let's go on an adventure today. I'm yeah. like, that's my type. And I'm like, I don't want to. And they're like, come on. That's my type. You're going to marry a small Asian woman <laughs> who ends up being very motherly. Yeah. I, you're right. I think that's. Yep. That that will be what I settle on. I think. She's going to call I'm, you daddy in bed. And you're going to be like his daughter. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just. Have you heard this quote? Um, All women are crazy. Just pick one. Yeah. 
Misog- misogynistic, but also, but like all dudes are crazy too. Everyone, everyone is it's crazy. A spectrum. Do you think? Do you think dating is harder now? Because when did you meet your wife, Josh? Two thousand eight. Uh, at the pink of crunk music uh, is when we met. Were you guys crunking together? Like, yeah, hey. she she would do the thing where she you know like in sororities they like stomp the yard type shit. So <laughs> oh yeah, that. I remember yeah, that, that shit. Was, yeah. So she, she was in a sorority. She's yeah, and I was in a fraternity, and she uh, just crunked. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. and then I saw her. She stepped on your feet. (laughs) I saw her at the Halloween party in her devil outfit, and I was like, I'm marrying that one. (laughs) (laughs) So, no apps. And then they. No, no apps. Josh and his wife killed Chris Brown. In the beginning of the relationship, she she's the only girl that I never I I never cheated on, but there's a loophole to that. Oh, I cheated with her because I was dating somebody else. Oh. oh, yeah, and I told her, and she actually liked it. She's like, "Oh, really?" It's like, "Yeah, you're the other woman." Damn! Yeah. Wow. Where's the other girl now? Uh, she's married. Oh, yeah. good for her. She oh. called me when she found out I was engaged. Yeah, three years later, four years later, what'd she at say? two in the morning, and cussed me out. Really? Yeah, cussed me. What the fuck? I was like, fuck, I haven't talked to you in 40 years. Did she know that you cheated on her? That girl? Yeah. Uh, no, but it wasn't cheating because we weren't married. So that's why I always thought. <laughs> Are we married? <laughs> then it's not cheating. Well, wow. Well, okay, Beyonce. That was always my, my thing. <laughs> Whoa, oh, oh. When we break up and they'd say no, I'd be like, Are we going to get married? Is this a lifelong thing? Let me know. Be like, well, I don't know. I'll be like, exactly, you don't. Because if you did know, we would be together. And I'd walk out. Wow. <laughs> you say that line like it's happened four or five. It's like, yeah. it's like, several, like several Josh times. is a little emotional <laughs> abuser. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> young Josh. It's just a little. Hey, hey, bitch, are we getting married? She's like, you, we met last night at, the, at Taco Tuesdays. Exactly. And he goes, oh, you didn't like how I ate the tacos? Am I not oh, <laughs> oh. material for you yet? So I pay for the freeze. What the fuck's it called? Yeah. I pay for the fuck. God damn it. I wish I ate a Taco Bell so I could make that bit. What's the, what's the, fro- what's the drink called? The, Baja, the Baja Blast. I pay for the Baja Blast. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't. No, but that's. I like. Here's the issue with being upfront with, with people. Yeah. It's like you're so. If you're so upfront, you kind of look crazy. Yeah. After three days, you're like. If you have like the what are we. Here, it's weird because no matter what you do. There's kind of a little bit of like with with dating if there's like trickery either yeah. way. Either if you kick it down the can too much, where you're like you delay the what are we conversation. If you delay it too much, mm-hmm. you're an asshole. But if you say it up front too much, yeah. you're also an asshole. Yeah. Cuz you're like, "Whoa, dude, like this is so new." But what is, you know, but it's like subjective from you person. You should play it different than compared to what Tony plays it. You since you say you're autistic, you should play overly honest. That way, if anything does blow up, you're like, I told you everything. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, not on you, here. You do cut co- that, and that's what I like because you yeah, cover yeah. your base. He has to play sweetie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, but sweetie doesn't help because I, I was talking to this one girl when things were going well, but like, it, dude, she was the complete. She's like, I think she wanted sweetie, mm-hmm. but she still wanted the party lifestyle, and I do not want that party lifestyle. Like going out, getting sloshed. Oh yeah, four, three four days a week, and it would just be like bad. It would just be bad because we'd go out and her friends are like wild. Her friends are like wild. They're just doing shots. Getting they're all out. wild. She's part of that. Yeah. They're all yeah. just wild. And it's just like, to me, it's like not enjoyable. 
just bar hopping, getting blackout drunk. Like, yeah. That one Dude. friend loses. <laughs> one friend's like, oh, I just saw Brian. Fuck Brian. And then the three girls are discussing whether they or not they should go talk to Brian. I was like, leave Brian alone. Oh, they're all crying. I love it when one of them's crying and the other. Not a love. That's what. I love it when the girls cry. <laughs> no, or any. It's like don't tears. be overly honest. Never mind. Don't be yeah, overly yeah, honest. Yeah. Tears is God's <laughs> natural lubricant. <laughs> is that mascara uh, running? Uh, mm. Mm, <laughs> I mean, it's very sad when they cry. <laughs> it's very sad. <laughs> I'm extremely no. aroused. <laughs> not just the, not just the, but anyone. I think it's just like that's what life is. It's yeah. like you're in a bar, and like, like a woman's crying, and then another of her friend is consoling her. That's really what life is. That's like the peak of life. That's what life is, you know. And then she goes, throws up in the fucking side on the sidewalk. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. I was on a lime scooter. <laughs> and there was no, it was two dudes. It was a guy on Monday night just fucking obliterated yeah. stumbling and his friend is like you know holding him up and he's like puking everywhere i'm just scootering by my lime i can i hate that i never want to be that the person that throws up in public we've all been that guy though no i've never thrown up in public like that really i did once at a party when i was 16 in germany uh our neighbors at my grandparents house it was his 16th birthday we're the same age and they rented like a little cabin in the woods and because uh, in Germany you can drink at 16, 17. Yeah. And the dad owned like a 18 wheeler company and he brought up an 18 wheeler and he put like a sleeping bags in it. So if you're drinking and you live far away, you could just sleep in the 18 wheeler. And that night, dude, I'm 16. Fucking. Just, you just discovered alcohol? Yeah. And I'm mixing, like I'm drinking Jaeger, tequila, Ugh. like just everything. I'm just, I'm, I'm doing it. Terribly. Baja Blast. Dirty Baja. And they had like these fucking sausage sandwiches. They had uh, bratwurst sandwiches. And I had two of those. And I remember I'm just sitting on the couch and I'm just fucked up. And I just like throw up all over myself. Oh. And I vomit. It was funny. And I'm just like, I looked down at the vomit and I, I didn't realize I just threw up. And I look up and I'm like, who's the fucking pussy? <laughs> I was like, who's the fucking loser? My friends are like, you are. We're going to walk you home. So... We walk home, and they said at one point, I got on the ground, and I started, like, moving like a snail. <laughs> like, it was bad. <laughs> and I, I I get home, and my mom is at my grandparents' house. And they're, she's watching TV. My mom's a night owl. She's watching TV. I was like, fuck, okay. I gotta let mom know I'm fucking fucked up. We're just gonna go in there, talk as little as possible, go straight to the bedroom. So I walk in and my mom's like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm fucking great, mom. And I go to unplug my phone charger, but I accidentally unplug the TV and it just goes pitch black. And my mom's like, what the fuck was that? So I plug the TV back in and she says, I'm just crying. And I go, mom, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up. So she takes me to the bed, right? Gets the vomit shirt off of me, then it lays me in bed. And dude, it was crazy. I My opa. Wakes me up at like 7 a.m. with a pot and a metal spoon. Just bing, 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 bing. You guys, time for breakfast. I was like, I don't want breakfast. It goes, time for breakfast. And I'm at the breakfast table just white as hell. Just hung up. Like still dry. Runny covered. eggs. Did they give you runny eggs? Yeah, runny eggs. Yes. Uh, covered in vomit? Not covered. I knew shower. shower. Okay. Yeah. But I'm just fucking destroyed. And it's runny eggs with uh, Blutwurst, which is called blood meat. It's a, it's a good. It's is a this good, supposed to help a hangover? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's okay. like fatty and yeah. So uh, 
I eat it. And I'm like, why did you make me eat that? And my opa said, you're allowed to get drunk in this house. But if you get that drunk, you have to be at the breakfast table in the morning. That's the rule. I like that rule. It's a good rule. That way you're up like, all night. I knew yeah, Runny yeah. Eggs because my uncle did that to me yeah. when I got drunk at his house. And he brought Runny Eggs. And as soon as I saw the eggs, I wanted to vomit. Yeah. Dude, what if like it's, you, you get a home wasted and <clears throat> your mom's tucking you in. You're just like, fucking Brad hates me. <laughs> Brad hates me. <laughs> I threw up on his <laughs> <laughs> up all over his He saw the whole thing. <laughs> your opa would have beat you with a pot <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah, you're drunk and gay? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh no it was crazy dude my grandma my oma accidentally gave me absinthe once when i was like 12 or 13 (laughs) that was fucked up i don't know how you accidentally poisoned your grandchild it was the first time i got like fucked up how do you do that because we were it was it was someone's birthday party and we're celebrating and my oma pours shots for everyone and it was like it wasn't the green absinthe it was clear absinthe so she's pouring shots for everyone and she poured me a sprite shot was it a buddha bottle I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But what's, was, what's a Buddha bottle? The absinthe. There's an absinthe that comes in a Buddha bottle. And it, it, man, it's, it's strong. It's a fun night. It's hallucinogen, basically. Yeah. yeah. You take enough. But I remember uh, she's pouring shots for everybody. And she's already on one a little bit. And uh, so she hands me the Sprite shot. Yeah. Or thinking it's the Sprite shot. So she goes, cheers. And then we all take it. And I'm instantly like, <laughs> and she just goes, that was good. And then she goes, oh, no. <laughs> and she looks at me, and I'm just like, uh. And she just goes, all right, let's go lay down real quick. <laughs> and she takes me to bed, and she goes, nothing happened here. Nothing <laughs> happened here. It was so funny. Dude, I was so drunk off of one shot. Oh, yeah. You're like not 80 pounds, right? Like absolutely like 80 proof, right? Um, Can you look it up? Yeah. yeah. But That's wild, dude. Yeah. Did you ever get, like, drunk? And like have to like uh, no, dude. talk to an authority figure. Not drunk, not drunk. Um, uh, no, dude. No. All the times I've, I've ever had forty-five what? to seventy-four. Jesus, dude. No, all the one time I used to, dude. I used to get wasted at my friend. I was like, I wasn't a theater kid in high school, but they they called me an honorary theater kid. Because yeah. I hung out with all the theater kids and I would go to theater class. You know anyway. what's worse than being a theater kid is being an honorary <laughs> theater kid. Is being a guy that doesn't even practice the monologue, but just has the energy of the guy that practices the monologue all the time. And I go to all the parties. It was like it was basically a, a, a pass to go to all their parties. Yeah. The, uh, the, the after parties for the shows. Oh, it was so fun, dude. We go to this uh, one, uh, my friend's house, and she, you know, unfortunately came from like kind of a broken home. Which is why she hosted all the parties, mm-hmm. and we, we she'd bring like twenty theater kids there. And we'd all get blacked out. We get blacked out. That's jungle fun. juice. It was so fun, and that was my first exposure to alcohol. We did that in high school. We had a place. My buddy Josh, his dad. Uh, I I I appreciate. Was it, it a broken home too? Uh, like- single dad, but uh, single dad. But the thing is, what I liked about this, and I think helped. He knew we were all going to drink and smoke pot anyway. So Josh's dad was more like, hey, it's Friday, Saturday night. If you guys are going to do that anyway, just do it in my backyard. Yeah. For him, it was more, right, he literally would like, we would show up, we'd get our snacks, order our food, whatever, go to the movies and then come home. And he would like lock up our car keys. Yeah. And be like, if we're going to drink, no more driving, no more this. 
And to me, I kind of look look Dude, at it I, as like a, a positive. It's a positive because, like, to me, we never got arrested because if we if, never fucking died in or, a drunk driving or accident, got a, yeah, got arrested driving. So it was like literally on Friday nights we'd go to Josh's house and we would just invite friends over, smoke weed on the patio, get drunk, and uh, yeah, I think I I don't know. It's they say it's bad, but what's the alternative? We're gonna do it anyway. Yeah, no, dude. If I ever have kids and my kid comes up to me, he's like, Daddy, I want to do LSD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's going to say, Daddy? <laughs> Daddy. Yeah, well, of course, he's like eight or nine years old. I, I, you know, he's going to be like, Dad, I want to I try acid. I'll be like, all right, son, I'll tell you what. You ever ask me anything like that again, and I will disown you, bitch. I will fucking, you are not my son anymore. What if you give your kid your eight-year-old acid? And he's like, Daddy, I'm tripping. And then you just look at him and you go, You're not my son. You're not my son. You're at this slowly turn my head. Yeah. And he's like, Daddy, why do you say this? Why I am tripping? I grab a clock off the wall, just go <laughs> Time. What is time? Time's up. Time's up. <laughs> That's why I want dude, if anyone ever You're does like You're just gonna psychedel- mentally destroy your own son. <laughs> Yeah, based, I mean, no, uh, no, if I had a kid, I don't know. If I have a kid, I'm going to tell him all about the drugs. Like when I was a college, I was an orientation leader. Oh, I was the worst orientation leader at my college. Really? Because like I, remember I had a group of, um, it was called Wow. Fucking awful name. They were the worst branding. It's yeah. called Week of Welcome. Wow. So I was a Wow leader. And um, my what college is this? Cal Poly. San Luis Obispo, uh, and the I like a 20, 20 wowies, which is like the people I'm orienting from the freshmen. And so, wowies is wowies sounds the whitest. No, it sounds like something like a guy in the 1940s says when he say, sees like a pair of tits. Wowsies, wowie boy, his eyes pop out of his head. <laughs> and uh, Ziza. So we did like a few like like months and months of training about like okay these are like impressionable freshmen you need to be very careful with how you like do it and like make sure you're like a friendly person and like be a mentor mm-hmm. and the, like the first time I was like I had them and like I had the floor I was like talking to them I was like okay guys like I know you're all gonna get fucked up tonight and I want to tell you I want to like I'm very knowledgeable about drugs mm-hmm. and so I want <laughs> I want you to ask all the questions that you have about drugs. And I and I was like, I'll start with ecstasy. If you're gonna take ecstasy, um, make make sure uh, ecstasy is usually cut. It's usually cut with an amphetamine, like meth. And so if you're gonna snort it, just be careful. And I want you to test the ecstasy before you take it. Ketamine is a delirium. It's gonna depress you. Don't mix it with alcohol. And all these freshmen are like horrified. They're like they don't they have they're like they had no intention to take drugs that night. That is so. And funny. I'm telling them about like these obscure chemicals that, that they will so never funny. do. It's so funny that all these kids needed was you. <laughs> Scared straight, they thought they needed to take him to jail. Big like big guy yelling, if you do drugs, you're gonna end up in jail. Like, no, that didn't scare me. It's just Sean Riley going like, if you're gonna do ketamine, make sure you don't drink Jackie Coke. I know about drugs. Yeah, I, I love drugs. I love look at me. I do a lot of drugs. And they're like, I don't wanna do any drugs. I don't wanna be like that guy. I'm the, yeah, like I'm the real loser. Yeah. Like you know in those drug PSAs, like, you wanna be a loser? 
I'm the I'm the real loser. I like to imagine after hey. they gave that speech, they're like, "That's the drug guy, that guy." <laughs> and they call their parents and they're like, "Mom, Dad, you were right. I know nothing about this world." <laughs> hey, uh, do you want to do ketamine and play Magic the Gathering? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the real scared straight. I don't want to do it. I remember in in college. Uh, we had like a shared dorm where it's like you had your own bedroom, shared living room. Like, so it was two what, bedrooms. What was your dormitory state? Uh, it was San Jacinto. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right off, uh, right by the. Uh, that was a nice one. Mm-hmm, right by the, um, that pizza place. Yeah. Uh, Stoney's or something. And uh, so it would be private bedroom and you shared a bathroom with one guy, living room, two bedrooms, one bathroom. And one of the guys would just smoke weed in the bathroom thinking it doesn't smell. And it smelled like shit. In and the dorm bathroom? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. And the RAs, man, hated us. They're like, we know your smoke. And I'm like, check my room. And he goes, we know your smoke. And I was like, check my room. And it was a bad, oh, I almost got kicked out of college. Because like. Really? Yeah, yeah, The cops show up? No, a buddy left a joint in my room. And they found it. No way. Yeah, and the RA is like, I told you you were smoking. I was like, dude, I brought, I like broke down. I was like, I don't smoke in the room. I smoke weed sometimes, but I do it off campus like a good kid. And like, yeah, I think the, the RA took leniency on me. Yeah. Because then he checked my GPA and he's like, oh, this kid's probably going to get kicked out anyway. So we'll, <laughs> we'll just take too much of a rant and yeah, that'll be fine. Look, Tony, I'll be honest. You're, uh, you're on a, a academic probation. Um, dude, that reminds me of a crazy story. Speaking of uh, RAs. Um, my, uh, my, actually, I, this is my only other encounter with the police is, um, it was this, uh, fresh, freshman year of college, right? I, uh, so it was like a two bed, you know, I was sharing a room with my, with my college, uh, my freshman dorm roommate, right? And we used to play soccer in the, in the dorm. We like kick the soccer ball around. And one day we kicked the soccer ball and it hits an exit sign mm-hmm. and, and breaks it off. And my roommate, <clears throat> he goes, that's pretty cool. Takes it into our room, puts it up. It actually looked really cool. It was like a light, you know, whatever, yeah. some some shit, just a nice little ornamentation. Well, a month later, I'm. You're like you guys are like uh, Genghis Khan when he beheaded people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep the head, hang the head as decoration. It's a trophy <laughs> to my monument. Uh, so a month later. Uh, my roommate's smoking weed, fucking off as yeah. he usually does, and I'm I'm usually what I'm doing, which is geeked out on caffeine, studying for a calculus two midterm. Yeah, I'm just fucking sweating. Two a.m. Knock at the door. It's the police. I answer it. I don't I don't check. I usually check the little peephole, but I didn't because I was like, who yeah, is so that? So you're geeked out on black coffee. I open the door and it's the cops, and my heart drops because my my friend my roommate's like mid bong hit throws the bong in the closet and I stall him and um, I tried to like flex my rights. I was like, no, you did. I swear to God I did. I was like, like, they're like, Hey, can we come inside and talk to you guys? And I'm like, no. And they're like, Oh, <laughs> they're like, like, no, I'm like, like, no, you can't. And then they're like, the, the cop is like, we're, we're letting too many libertarians. <laughs> yeah, literally. We're letting too many. And like, the thing is he smelled weed. Like he, he legally could have entered also, Here's the other thing I learned. In a dorm, you have no fucking rights. No. It's not like an apartment. Oh, you yeah. have no rights. They yeah. can fuck come in and, and just do anything they Was want. Was it campus police? Yes. Yeah, they yeah. can do whatever they want. Uh, and that's what they said to me. They're like, look, we'll, we'll humor you. We'll talk to you outside your dorm room. But, like, we're going to come in eventually. 
And so like give him my ID. You should have been like, take me out to dinner first. <laughs> <laughs> and so they talked to me and eventually I'm like, I'm like, I'm like trying to protect my roommate. Yeah. You know, I'm like stalling. Yeah. Cause he has mushrooms in his room. So my mind's racing. So like, he has a bong, mushroom, yeah. and the exit And he's sign. just shoving all this in his ass so the cops don't get <laughs> yeah. it. I'm like, he better be eating it or something. <laughs> and so um, I'm stalling, and I'm like, I don't want to... Ca- I, I thought we were both going to get caught with felonies. Mushrooms is a felony, right? Any possession, right? So they um, they, they come into our room, and um, what dude, what's playing at the time, this is fucked up, but on my laptop screen was a YouTube video titled... Um, uh, cop gets executed by <laughs> by by runaway <laughs> prisoner, and it was this video where a cop pulls over this truck, and then the driver of the truck comes out and executes this cop, and you hear him going, "No, God." <laughs> Jesus. And the cops come in and the cop looks at the title of the YouTube video. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, like, this, like this guy's a problem with the police. But I wasn't even like. Did you notice the cop was, his body language was okay at first. And then he looks at the title and his hand just slowly goes to the gun. <laughs> it was, it switched up so quick. Oh yeah. Um, you literally watched one of his brothers get <laughs> shot. And, and he, I, prob- it, he probably saw the like and subscribe button <laughs> click too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, uh, hit the bell for more cop execution <laughs> videos. And it was on YouTube. It's actually yeah. crazy. Anyway, so uh, they, then I'm like, I'm thinking we're going to get busted. We're going to jail. Yeah. Um, and then they go, they like open the closet and they pull out my roommate's bong. Uh-huh. I'm like, it's over. And he goes, guys, I'm not here for this. And he puts it back down. He's like, I'm here for that. And he points to the exit sign. Yeah. And he says, you guys stole that. And we're like, it's a fucking exit sign. Who gives a fuck? Apparently they cost like $2,000. Yeah. These exit signs. And so. Big, um, big exit has always been making money on this. <laughs> the government the contracts, yeah. man. These exit signs. Yeah. And, uh, and so uh, they go like, guys, everyone here. We're, we're not looking for this, man. You don't have to. If you just cooperated, we would have you know told you hey uh you don't need to the exit if you would have cooperated we would have let you off the hook for the exit sign we would just told you to we'll give it to us and we'll call it a day but since you guys didn't cooperate we're gonna write you up for the exit sign so we got charged with misdemeanor theft both of us you have a criminal record and then no i and then we got it i we got it uh <laughs> i got it expunged because i went to this class Okay. And uh, anyway, this is a long story. But not to take the, exits, <laughs> dude. The class was crazy because it was most most people was like it was like um, most of the people were there for like petty theft or like not even weird infractions, weird car infractions. We were all going around like yeah, I stole an exit sign. I kind of I was funny. Sean, I think I honestly think that video saved you for going to jail for drugs. <laughs> You because, think so? Yeah. The cop looked and it's a police execution <laughs> video, and he just goes. Man, I'm retiring in three years. <laughs> I got my pension. Yeah, I got kids. Yeah, I got kids. Uh, man, it's not worth it. Weed is not worth my life. <laughs> he just gets on his knees. Please, man. Please, man. We're not all bad. Um, I, had a, I had a cop show me a video of him killing a guy. What? Whoa. That was weird. So we're, it's me and my Whoa, buddy. Whoa, really? Yeah, it's me and my buddy, John. And I'm back in Shirts, Texas. And... 
Like anytime I go back, I hit up John. We go have a few drinks, you know, a few high school buddies that are in town. We go have some drinks. So we're 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 at a what's the bar called? It's a small bar. It's a small bar where we picked up that U-Haul truck from, right? In San Antonio. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So we're yeah. at that bar and we're just talking to this guy. We're just talking, laughing, and uh, this guy comes with his girlfriend, and, you know, it's a Tuesday night. It's not busy. We're just chatting, laughing, and uh, we're making jokes about cops. Uh-huh. And he just goes, oh, I'm a cop. And we're just like, Ugh, you know, and he's like, hey, I'm not one of these stifflers, da-da-da, you know. I'm a like, cool guy. I, he even says, like, I think a lot of cops do a bad job, and da-da-da, like, I think there should be more cameras. There should be more regulation. There should be a bigger, diverse pool of cops. And I was like, oh, this is, this guy gets it. And then he just goes, uh, you guys want to see someone I killed last week? <laughs> and I go, huh? <laughs> and he goes, just to show, like, sometimes you have to kill someone. <laughs> and I just go, sure. This guy sounds sick. I, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, his girlfriend's sitting right there. I was like, is this like your guys' is like, how long have you been together? And she, he's like, second date. And I was like, fuck <laughs> it, she's going home with a killer. Like, <laughs> babe, but like, he babe, pulls up out. a video of this guy like riding his bike away after like a like a drug bust. They bust the house. He got off, got out. Kind of like the scene in Breaking Bad. He got out of the window, got on a bike, and then they started chasing him. And he's running away, and they're like, stop, stop. And they just fucking unload. Huh? Two clips on Whoa, him. whoa, what? So he's running. And yeah. they shoot him in the back. Yeah. But the, he shows, he zooms in. I It was a little grainy, but he says when he fell off the bike, it looked like he was grabbing. He had a gun on him. Uh-huh. So it looked like he was grabbing, so they said it's justified. But it is weird at 11.30 at night, two vodka sodas in, watching a man lose his life. <laughs> Not Dude, the preferred. Yo, and with the killer. Yeah. He like... Uh, Fucking Carly Rae Jepsen's... Here's my numbers playing in the background. It's like, here's my number. So call me, man. Get on the ground. Yeah. Get on the ground. <laughs> gun, like, gun, gun. And I was just like, I was like, wow. And he's like, yeah, man, it was a fucking best day on the job. And I was like, best day. No, and then he goes, yeah, no, it turns out it was actually just his diabetes medication. It was just his insulin, but it looked like a gun. Yeah. Have you seen a, I recently watched, and I think it might be the best comedy sequel, is a Harold and Kumar Escape Guantanamo Bay. No, I haven't seen that. You've never seen it? No. One of the best sequels where literally, because uh, the whole movie is the the guy who works for the government's like this racist piece of <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, he is. He's like this racist piece of shit. Like he goes uh, to to Harold. He goes, what's wrong with his eyes? Yeah. Is he like retarded or something? And he goes, no, he's Korean. <laughs> yeah. He's like so, North Korean. Yeah, and he goes, God damn it. North Korea and Al-Qaeda are working together. <laughs> It's just like he's, he is like the joke of the movie. He's just a racist government official. And uh, Harold and Kumar stop in like this black neighborhood, right? Uh-huh. And so the CIA go to investigate and he goes, do you know anything? And he goes, no, man, we told you everything we know. He goes, okay, let's see. And he pulls out like grape soda and he opens it up and starts pouring it. Goes, so you're telling me you don't have any more information? yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. And then another guy put, comes up and he's on the phone and he goes, Oh my God, he has a gun. And he goes, No, it's just a cell phone. He goes, All right, I'll let you live this time. <laughs> it's like, it is the most like. That's hilarious. It's a great comedy. Yeah. Man. But dude, you know, on the flip side, I saw this video of, um, I think cops have like that, all of the hate against police. Mm-hmm. 
I saw this one video where I think it's changed their it's changing their behavior mostly for the better, but also like I saw this one video where this cop was stopping like this this guy was like trying to break into this guy's apartment, right? Clearly like aren't like fucking ro- trying to rob this guy. Cop shows up, draws his gun, yeah, and then the guy like runs at him, tries to grab his gun, and he like kicks him and like backs up. He's like, get on the fucking ground, get on the ground. He keeps running at him. And like to me, dude, if if a, if the guy's grabbing your gun, you shoot him. Yeah. But this cop waited like literally four or five times before uh I think he finally good, shot. I think that's a good cop though. I think No, dude, a- I would not dude, no. If 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 they if they go for grab the saying, gun, you shoot you don't try to kill him. But I'm, you you try to shoot, you I'm shoot him. I'm not saying every cop should do that, but I'm just saying like that guy probably didn't want to take a guy's life and he tried to give him extra chances. But I mean, man, like if you do you really deserve an extra chance if you're trying to grab no. a police guy? I don't think so, gun? but like in that guy's aspect, I pro- I can see what he was trying to do. It's tough, man. I mean, I see that as like, oh, like I'm afraid to to kill this or to shoot this guy, yeah, because I don't want to like dude, when we're do my at, like I'm afraid to. He's like afraid to do his job. When we were at that's UNT, what I see. We were out at the bars and we heard gunshots, and then that night we saw in the news this kid. Had taken like LSD or some some psychedelics and was like fucking freaking out, and he had like two axes and he was in the parking garage just like smashing windows of the cars axes with axes and uh, the cops show up, they tell him hey man put the weapons down and he like approached like ran towards the cops with two axes yeah and they had to kill this kid like nineteen years old. You probably thought he was like a Viking. Yeah. Like sailing along the ocean blue. <laughs> ah! He probably, he probably, he probably heard ukulele music. And he's like, <laughs> I must find the music. <laughs> Walk me, baby, like a wagon. <laughs> Should we get to a couple of these stories before we get out of here? Oh, shit. Let's do it. Um, wow. We've so, well, we both saw Nope. Should we do Nope? Should we talk about Nope? I let's, like. Let's do mm. before. Nope. Let's do uh, the seven hundred ninety. Oh yeah, this yeah. is fun. Yeah, let's do this. Um, the last story on the bottom, Josh. So in Connecticut, the the lottery is getting to seven hundred ninety million, which is huge. You know, change could change a lot of people. Well, with lives. inflation, it's like a, a burger. Yeah, with inflation, <laughs> yeah, you can. If you play your you cards play your tank. right, if you play your cards right, you can get some baby formula. <laughs> but uh, this so this Connecticut man is warning people that the lottery and gambling is addictive, mm-hmm. and that apparently he 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 spent over a million dollars on lottery tickets. And to me, it's like, what I was ne- his winnings? He didn't win. He, didn't, he lost. Not, and every single time he lost. He, he, said, never, he said he lost almost everything. Oh, wow. Well, so he owned, what, two gas stations? He owned, like, two gas well, stations. Well, that's, re- that's how he got into gambling. It was like he used to buy lottery tickets, but then when he owned the gas stations and was at the cashier, mm-hmm. he could just fucking play the lottery all day. As a Oh, he was doing all the scratch-offs. He was doing his own uh, scratch-offs. Which is like, first rule, never get high on your own supply. Exactly. We all know that. Yeah. And also, like, my thing is, like, if you're going to be a gambling addict, do it for real. The state lottery, that is so boring. I know. Like, you're going to do the state lottery. If you're going to be a gambling addict, 
Go out, find a play craps. Yeah, play craps. Play get a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> play poker. You know, play against a guy. If you fucking lose, you're gonna get your fucking dick chopped off. You yeah. know what I mean? Like fucking the lottery. He's gonna paralyze you. <laughs> the lottery is for old people and white trash people. Yeah. You know anybody who's won the lottery? My cousin. I got a friend who just won half a million dollars. Really? On a scratch off. Yeah, and he's wow. the way he does. He's like, dude, you don't understand. I invested over thirty thousand dollars. He said, invested. Mm-hmm. That's how you know they're, they're addicted. He goes, I invested over thirty thousand dollars to get where I'm at today. I'm like, <laughs> he treats it like a business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like fucking. Hey, your uh, buddy's an addict. <laughs> he's, like, he's like Tony Robbins. He's like, you know, when I invest in myself, yeah, yeah. I get returns. <laughs> exactly. When I go to the gas station, <laughs> I get returns. No, my cousin, my uh, my cousin, they they play like uh, like maybe once or twice a month. I think they won like two two mil. Wow. Yeah, they won like two mil, but like they they haven't played since. They bought off their house, paid off their house, paid off everything. My and grandfather. They, and they still to, work. They still work. So it's them. It's the, that's just their like retirement slash travel fund. My grandfather used to send me to the convenience store. I was nine years old, and I would tell him, "Give me a five, a number eight, a number 20, and they'd just give me all lottery tickets, and I'd go back that and cigars. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, okay, I want to. I, I just don't like the lottery. To me, like picking numbers and waiting is it's too long of a process. I like the scratch off. Yeah, but I'm more of a card game kind of guy. I like to know. I like to, the uh, the facade of having somewhat of a control. Have, yeah. Have you ever? Some of them you're not supposed to scratch off everything. Yeah. I didn't know that, and I scratched off the whole thing. It was a fifty dollar winner, but because I scratched off the whole thing, I won absolutely nothing. Oh, it's like invalid. Yeah, yeah. You have to like pick certain oh. boxes or something like that. Do you oh, know wow. the real gambling addicts? Because each person knows if you won or not by just scanning the QR code at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Like there are so I've seen this before where they'll buy the scratch off and then they'll just hand it to the guy and just be like, scan them. <laughs> and they won't even play the game. Just like, yeah. They nope. Just, nope. Nope. And then they're like, give me ten more. And they're like, scan them. Dude, they don't even play the game. I would not game. like to be that cashier. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just like as like a, another $400. 400 more. Because I... Dude, I don't know. can I say this about the lottery? You know what's fucking crazy about the lottery? And I'm not a Republican. I'm not a libertarian. Why does the government run the lottery? Think about it. Taxes. Or, uh, it's a way to supplement for taxes. Exactly. They say, oh, this is a... But the thing is, dude, the lottery is a business. It's a gambling business. Yeah. Casinos are private businesses. They're corporations. I think that's why... But the thing is, like, think about... You know what's crazy to me? Think about this. The lottery, a gambling entity, is operated by the government. Mm-hmm. Why is the government operating a gambling business? I don't know, because, yeah. Everyone tells you, oh, all the taxes go towards education. How about you fucking tax Elon Musk? Yeah. How about we pay for, but it's like, why, there's no, there's no genuine reason that the yeah, lottery think, should be I run by the government. I think it's crazy that it's can, corrupt you as can fuck. play the lottery in taxes, but you can't go to like a casino. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's crazy, dude. And if, if the government like didn't run. It's just run, government control. Yeah. No, they have a monopoly on the lottery. And that's insane. Yeah. I bet you the lottery would be a lot cooler if it was run, if that was privatized and there was competition. You think the lottery would be cooler if it was run by like mobsters? No, like Coca-Cola. Like you have the Coke lottery and the Pepsi lottery. I don't want to play the state lottery. I want to play the Pepsi lottery. Yeah. And get a better deal. Better odds. I want to play the Cortez gang lottery. 
That's just where you sell drugs for him, and you you always lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're you're always losing. Hey, you lost. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. You lost. <laughs> and even when you win, you lost still. Yeah. Didn't the mafia used to run lotteries? They used to have yeah. like a like a what do they call them? Not lottery. Casinos, would- gambling houses, the mafia. I don't know. Maybe the mafia needs to run more casinos because that's how alcohol became legal in the states. Was the mob started? Uh, there are underground casinos here in Austin. Are there? Yeah, I know. There's like uh, we went to poker a card house, poker houses, but like they beat the system because they make it a a social club. Yeah, but I want a real casino, even though I shouldn't mm-hmm. want to say that because I'm a huge gambling addict. I there's Kickapoo. Where's that? It's here in Texas. It's a uh, a hotel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I, I think I, it's near Del Rio. We're I, both gambling. It's oh, bad. We're, we're addicts, which is, yeah. We're bad. Like, I lost. Like, we went to a poker. Uh, I, po- I lost like two grand during the pandemic playing illegal online blackjack. <laughs> this is it. Lucky Eagle. This is here in Texas. Oh. So, it's, it, so it is legal. Yeah, they probably don't. It's have on a, res- uh, uh, a reservation. Oh, okay. Eagle Pass. What do you say, Tony? Should we go gamble today? How far is the Eagle Pass from here? Looks mm-hmm. pretty far. Yeah, it's past Dow. Oh, no. That's Kickapoo. It's in o- Arkansas. Yeah. No, it's Oklahoma. Oh, so it's not even in Texas. No, there's another one. Here we go. Lucky Kickapoo Casino. It's right below. It's Del Rio. San Antonio? It's in Del Rio. Hmm. Oh, Eagle Pass. Let's read the reviews. Because that has a pretty high review for a casino. Let's look up a one-star review. Lowest rating. Okay, for local folks, out-of-town visitors, better off going to Louisiana, Oklahoma, or Las Vegas. Much more fun and better odds of winning. Website says bar stops at 2 a.m. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> they stop around 1.30, and if you go, uh, go after, they ignore you. Or they just tell you last call was made. So Look at like that guy. All right. Alcoholic that lost a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Tony, did you make that review go up? It says Tony your villain. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just like your Tony, screen name? That's Tony your yeah. villain. <laughs> that was when I was a vigilante. <laughs> they called me Tony your villain. Oh, uh, man. Okay, this one. Dear Lucky Eagle Hotel and staff. That's how you know it's going to be a fucking monologue. <laughs> Dearest Lucky Eagle Hotel. Here he, here he. <laughs> uh, I know this will fall on deaf ears since customer service all around the United States has gone down the crapper. All right. Okay, first off, all Let's around? not shit on everyone. <laughs> this is a review for the, this casino. What if she just reviews like, this is I month- went to McDonald's and they <laughs> fucked me. This is a month ago too. <laughs> oh, uh, this is like a, a chick who's like, no one wants to work anymore. This is a no one wants to work anymore. Because <laughs> uh, they got all that checks from the government. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can we make a slur for that? No one wants to work anymore. How, n- no one wants to. Nout? Yeah. This anyway. is I want to share with you how embarrassed I am at the Father's Day surprise reserved for my father this weekend. Not once did your staff do anything to assist me in the embarrassing room charge that you charged my dad. It was supposed to be paid for by me. It wasn't until I called today, June 17th, 2022, (laughs) fourth time, to tell you that I was going to pay for the bill for his room. It took four calls and four agents to get a resolution. To make matters worse, the room was freezing, and there was no hot water when they took a shower. Okay, that's kind of shitty. 
This is the last time I ever try to reserve a room, and I will not recommend this hotel to anyone. Also, stop throwing your dad surprises at a casino. Your dad's an addict, and he doesn't need to be going to casinos. Yeah, it's, also, it's, also, your dad needs an intervention. Also, do you know why they have cold water at the casinos? So that you can wake up and realize you have a problem, <laughs> and then you have to get out. It's the casino trying to help you out, bitch. <laughs> she should have had an intervention. Surprise, dad. Okay, let's go down, because this is just about the hotel. Slots are tight. Me and, and me and my buddies were on our second beer just ordered. We started laughing. We just see a female security guard tell us we were cut off. No more drinking. We were drunk. That's it. <laughs> security needs a lot of training and manners. Don't go here. Not recommended. Worst casino I've ever been to. So, wait a second. The owner said, thank you for taking the time to post. <laughs> I love how they were like, they, I love how they just like, fuck you. Yeah, Jesse, so. Jesse just proved that he's him and his buddies are lightweights. Cause he's like, we were only on our second beer. We started laughing. We were just drunk. <laughs> Fucking pussy. The female security guard, nice tits. Total <laughs> bitch though. <laughs> oh, have I? Oh shit! It used to be one of our favorite places. However, now it's non-smoking. No. Like everywhere else in America, <laughs> would have been nice to see this advertised prior to making the trip. For those that is a, for those that is, for those that this is a good thing, go and enjoy. Otherwise, it's a fun place overall. <laughs> one really? out of five. One out of five, just because you can't smoke a Marlboro Light at the slot machine. I brought my my Slim Jims <laughs> and my carton of Marlboros, and I was gonna play the slots. Me and my family <laughs> packed up a minivan, drove twelve hours <laughs> to go play at the at the Kickapoo Lucky Eagle Casino because we we like two things in this family. Our two things we like, and it is gambling, playing the slots. I like playing the Rhino game. I like I like the sounds the Rhino game makes while smoking my Lucky Strike cigarettes, and they took away half of that. Now I just got to play the 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 the. The game without my Lucky Strike cigarettes. Do you know how unfun it is to hear the sounds of a rhino go, you're a winner, without having a Lucky Strike cigarette burning in your mouth? It is not fun at all. Half of the enjoyment was lost, and therefore I give two and a half. I round down to one. I round down. I was going to give it two and a half, but then I enjoyed myself a nice Lucky Strike cigarette whilst writing this review. And and realized that I was being tortured by the Kickapoo <laughs> like Bobby Lucky, Boucher. Yeah, by the Kickapoo Lucky Eagle Casino and, for, and Hotel. For some reason, you sounded like Jimmy Carter when you did it. <laughs> <laughs> you did Jimmy Carter and you did Bobby Boucher. I believe <laughs> in, okay. in America. Let's read two more reviews. Go down. Uh, this one just complains they didn't get enough menus. Oh. They gave one star because they only gave them one menu. Worst stunning experience ever. Only, only good was Waitress Olga. Well, first off, you should never hire a woman named Olga to be your waitress. <laughs> <laughs> this is at the Lucky Eagle Casino on Kickaboo Land. Complaints are squashed. Vegetables were old and stale. Salad witted. Food served cold. Mayo had film on it. Hostess was rude. Only gave one menu. When we asked for a second, she slammed it down and only said one per table. <laughs> but those, <laughs> really? But those she sat at other tables each received the menu each. Sixty-one fifty wasted. This food looks like trash. Also, I love 
I yeah, would. I love the idea of a waiter sitting me down, going like, "Excuse me, Mr. Waiter, can we have one more menu?" And he just goes, "One way, one menu per person." Read the sign. Read the sign. My people didn't die by the colonists <laughs> to give you each menus. Ooh, are those carrots? Yeah. Oh, that does look bad. The food does not for sixty three bucks. It does not look good. No. Also, I love that he took a picture of himself in front of it just to to prove oh, shit. that he was there. Can we do a five star? Yeah. To finish it up? Yeah. Let's see if I, I want to see Andrea. What does she say? We had a great time out there this week. All the food options were awesome. Not a bad Can meal. Can I just say, Andrea, this was the table that each person got. <laughs> <laughs> we drove out from Corpus Christi area, and for a while we thought we were lost, but the drive was so worth it. We would recommend this place to others for sure. My thing is when people write reviews, that sentence didn't need to be in it. We drove out from Corpus Christi area, and for a while, we thought we were lost. <laughs> like, like I don't like need the plot. That's a detail you tell to like a family member. That's not like on your like Google review. Like, at, this is gonna be my review of the check. Five stars. When we packed up our car to go to the <laughs> Kickapoo Lucky Eagle Casino Hotel. We were in for a good trip. We started driving. At one point, our our tires blew out. <laughs> a local man, who we thought was nice, was trying to help us out. He then started molesting me and my wife. <laughs> Jesus. He went at it for about four hours. We begged. We begged for him to stop, but he wouldn't stop. I cried while I watched my wife get molested by this man. After he was done... He did help us change our tires, and we were on our way. Five stars. We then got to the Kickaboo Hotel Casino and had a blast. Five stars. Kickaboo. Great, great food. Good food. You gotta go on and review things. Yeah. And talk this horrible story. Be like, oh, but great. Five stars. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that doesn't need to be. At, sorry, what happened? <laughs> yeah, like for, like Bridgestone tires came out and changed our tires like, on the spot. My father died when I was seven. I felt horrible. <laughs> no, my. That I began my gambling addiction. <laughs> yeah. You're only allowed to write a review once you hit the parking lot. Anything that happens once you hit the parking lot, that's when the review That's starts. fair game. That's fair game. I don't want to hear about our sense of direction is sometimes bad. And we got lost in the desert and we were scared. We almost got lost. My child is now a boy and I don't understand it. <laughs> I had a daughter and I don't know what my my child is so is so confusing. Five stars for the, the for the Kickapoo Lucky Eagle Casino Hotel. But when I got to the Kickapoo Lucky Eagle Casino Hotel Resort, all of that pain washed away. I now as, understand gender. As the sounds of the slots drifted me away to an island of peacefulness. Me and my me and my past daughter, now son, played the rhino game. We laughed. We laughed like we, we used to laugh. We wanted to share a cigarette, but we couldn't. Then we got in an argument because my daughter wanted to stay, but I wanted to go enjoy a cigarette. So she started yelling, and I said, you're a boy! You're a boy! And now we're driving off without our daughter, used to be son. 
Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for helping us divorce our damaged child. <laughs> love the film on your mayo. Yeah, love, love a good film on mayo. <laughs> Not many people say that, but I love it. I always go, extra film, please. <laughs> More film for this dirty boy. All right. Should we talk about nope and then get out of yeah, here? Yeah, let's do it. Fucking Jordan. You saw it twice. Saw it, seen it twice. Uh, in my opinion, it is the best movie of the year so far. Uh, a little kickback I've gotten is people are like, what about everywhere, uh, everywhere? Everything, everywhere, all at once? Yes, and I agree that it's still a fantastic movie, but this movie, literally, after I watched it, I wanted to see it again. I want. I watched it once, and I, I do want to watch it again. It is, I think, dude, it is, cr- as a film lover... And if you guys are listening and you guys are film lovers, Jordan Peele uh, makes me so excited for cinema in the future because I think Jordan Peele, he's becoming one of those directors now where people are like, I don't even know what the movie's fucking about, but I want to go see a Jordan He's an auteur now, dude. He's a fucking horror auteur. Yeah, horror auteur, and I think we need more auteurs. Yes, so, dude. Because 100%. even if you don't like his movies or you don't get it or you think it's slow, because I've heard the argument, oh, it's a little slow in the beginning of the first 30 minutes, and I get that. But, like, it makes me happy that a guy can make a movie like this and it make $44 million. For horror, that's nuts, weekend. right? Yeah, he made or, his budget back. Yeah. Which is crazy, which makes me happy because we need. Especially more. in the recession, inflation, people are really watching their pocketbooks. Yeah. And they still came out for this. Because we need more directors like Jordan Peele. We need guys where the studio just says, hey, man, tell your fucking story. And like like I said, it has like a 70% audience score and like an 80 on Rotten Tomatoes like for critics, which I think is good. Yeah. I think it's good. Um, I, I think directors like that. It's that challenges the na- norm. Yeah, challenges the norm. And yeah. it challenged the Alien movie. No, it's, I mean, it's tough. Genre breaking, dude. Yeah. I had some, I had some. Dude, what, so Tony and I, we went to see it yesterday or two days ago? Two days ago? Two days ago. We get out, and this, like, like uh, whole, this group of people, this one so woman. Before you tell this story, oh, okay. let's give our quick review. Would you recommend it? Yeah, to the, 100%. Yeah. Go see it. I want to see it. I, I would say it grew on me. It grew, like, I slept on I watched it, and honestly, afterwards, I was like, I did think it was slow, uh, and I was like, it wasn't really, like, my one, my one, like, qualm with the movie was like oh like i feel like the character like the uh you know the motivations of the characters i don't want to spoil it but weren't like you know set up that well i thought like you know like i I don't i didn't really feel invested um at the beginning of it like that was my one but then i I slept on it and like you know that might have been a little bit true but i that doesn't you know, it's a small little thing, whatever critique. I say, go I love, I say, I loved, go see I it. it. And now let's talk a little spoilers. Okay. I say, go see yeah. it. It's a uh, fucking Jordan Peele's three for three in my books. And I, it's honestly between this and us, I love get out, but I grew up on like eighties kind of horror movies. And us is like an eighties, like fucking horror movie. And like, this reminds me of like a, 80s 90s like alien kind of movie yeah yeah so like i love these kind of movies so i think so at the end of the movie we find out that the spaceship isn't actually a spaceship 
it's a, actually a living organism. And uh, what, what did that girl say when we were leaving the movie theater? Oh, she goes, I thought the ending was stupid. The ending was stupid. She goes, it was stupid. Yeah. I thought it was just a spaceship, but it turned out to be living. No. That's dumb. That's dumb. Well, you know why I think a lot of people didn't like it? It's because I think everyone wants to see inside the spaceship. Yeah. When I was walking into this movie, I was like, I can't wait for them to be in the spaceship. And then the, I was, well, here's the twist I was expecting. Go in the spaceship. Everyone's expecting green aliens that probe your ass. Yeah. And I think <laughs> what people were expecting is, oh, he's going to go up. Take, he's going to take us inside of the spaceship and then and then it's going to get fucking crazy. Yeah. That's what people expected wow. and he didn't deliver that. But dude, that's literally and that literally is what, one of the characters says that in the movie. Angel in the movie when he's setting up the cameras on the farm goes there's three possibilities. They're either watching us, they're watching us to study us, be it's they're, us they're from they're the waiting, future. Yeah, it's us from the future. Yeah, A, it's us from the future just watching us. B, they're waiting for the right moment to attack. Or C, they're going to take us up and just probe us or, with metal rods. Or D, it's Ricky Gervais doing a transphobic set. <laughs> it's one of, he says that. He <laughs> cut out of the movie, but we watched the director's cut. And, uh, uh, well, well, you know what? He could have learned from M. Night Shyamalan, or Shyamalan, whatever his name is. Because mm -hmm. remember when he showed the aliens and everybody was like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Like there was one oh. point where it pops out, but then when you see the alien standing in front and they hit swing away and they start hitting all the water. Have you seen that movie? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure which movie was it. It was uh, the village. The oh, village. I didn't see the village. And they start hitting water everywhere, and it's like, oh, the water is what gets him away. But maybe he learned from that, like, don't show the alien. Yeah, yeah. And it ruins it. No, but you see the alien because the spaceship. You think it's a spaceship controlled by the alien, but the whole but thing is an alien. An alien. Oh, Just, so they show it. Yeah, yeah. They show it. And what does it look you, like? A saucer. At first, you're like, oh, it's a saucer. There's an alien in it. But then you realize, oh no, that's the creature. It's like an animal. It's like a it's flying like, fucking disc. That it's a eats flying people. disc monster. It's crazy. It so the, it has like teeth and eyes or just uh, uh, no? It sucks you in and then it sucks you into its like in, into its stomach and you realize it is the monster is because when it sucks it in, uh, this lady screaming ah, ah, ah and then it, the camera pans up and you see a heart. So you're like, oh, it's. Oh, it's a sentient being. Oh, so yeah. you see the inside of yeah. the... You do the see... Yeah. yeah. But so my thing is, what I love about what Jordan Peele did there is Angel is the audience, and he's setting up the expectation of what the audience wants to see, being like, A, they're watching us, ready to kill us, B, you know, they're visiting, or C, they're going to probe us, and the movie did none of that. Yeah. And that's what I love, is Jordan Peele literally said, this is what the audience expect out of an alien movie, and I'm going to give you none of that. Yeah. Absolutely. And shit like that I love. And that's it, fucking dope. Yeah. And it's like, I'm glad it upsets people. Because that means you made good art. You made a good art. And uh, there's a thing with a monkey in it. There's uh, Steven Yoon's character from, uh, he's from The Walking Dead originally. That's how I re fell in love with him. America fell in love with him. He, uh, Walking Dead, hooked up with the hot Australian chick. I was like, that's my man. <laughs> I was like, her daddy was a racist, but he still got it. Good for you. <laughs> and, uh, no, as a kid child <laughs> actor, he uh, was in a show called Gordy's Home. And the the ape fucking freaked out because, like, balloons popped and started killing, 
like the fucking uh, the co-stars. Yeah, it's like a Hollywood chimp on set. On set. Oh, like real snacks. life. No, no, it's, no, no, no. It's, it's a movie. In, it's the, in the world of the movie. Okay. And like, dude, it literally scared me so much. Where, like, I thought like I would do anything in show business. You know, I was like, I would, I would do any role. I don't think I could act with an animal, like a chimp like that. After watching that, it's yeah, it's crazy, dude. Do you think you could work with a chimp? Yeah, not a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I I don't think I could. Again, we were saying yesterday. I I, could, I would work with the chimp if there's like a guy, a sniper trained on his head. <laughs> where if the chimp acts a fool, yeah, dude. The scene. It's what I love about this movie is it doesn't show a lot. Yeah, the and violence. It, it leaves a lot to imagination. The violence. You hear it, and there's stuff blocking it, which is my favorite kind of horror. I think. Like uh, the Saw movies, I never got into them because they don't make me scared. They just make me feel queasy and I don't want to watch the screen where the violence, what Jordan Peele does is there's a scene where this ape is just going ham on this actress. Like just you, but there's a couch in the way and you just see her feet. You see the ape, just the top of the ape just being there and you just hear it just and ripping her apart. And you're like, is he gouging her eyes out now? What's he doing? Does Hitchcock. Yeah, and you don't see it, you just hear it. Yeah. But the cool thing is, at no point are you looking away because it's too graphic. Your eyes are just fixated on the screen going like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, because you want to see. You, you want, real, like, look behind the couch. Look you behind, want the camera to go there. You want, yeah, part of you wants to see it real quick and then, like, flinch away, but it scares you so much more just hearing the sounds and being the viewer of the kid yeah. sitting under the table watching this this monkey just beat the shit out of his like co-star and you're just like what the fuck is going on well because it can become slapstick like the boys when there's really like gory violent parts it's kind of like it oh, loses its uh yeah. power it yeah. does yeah dude i mean literally at one point in the movie he literally like this is fucking i like he's this is what makes jordan peele an auteur dude he fucking cuts to black for 10 seconds remember yeah. that yeah he just cuts to black and you just hear it hear it yeah nothing on the screen that's cool yeah that's fucking I don't think that's been done before. I think he has the best young director in Hollywood right now, by far. Dude, he's by a fucking... Far, by far. And he's like a fucking... I mean, dude, after doing something like Key and Peele, oh, dude. already of his legacy is already cemented forever. He made and one now, of the top, top three, maybe top... Some might say... Uh, let's just say top five sketch comedy shows of all time. And now he's making... He's making like... Just banger horrors. Just cool horror movies... And Kiki Palmer, I've never heard of her before. Uh, he play, She plays OJ, the main character's sister. In my opinion, steals the movie. Yeah. she has. She's like the high energy kind S of spunky. spunky fun girl. Yeah. And like OJ, the main character, is kind of like, a, not aloof, but he's like kind of down, kind of quiet, reserved. Yeah. And she, like in my opinion, made the movie. Like Everyone, everyone is great. I'm assuming this guy dies. No. Okay. No one really dies. In the main uh, a, lot, a lot of people die. A lot of people die. But like the main character. Actually, over 40 people die. Yeah. But anyway, would, definitely watch it. I would recommend yeah. it. And I would say if you liked it the first time, I would say definitely go for a second viewing because there was a lot of shit that I saw in the first, uh, in the second viewing that I didn't see in the first viewing. Like little hints where you're just like, oh man. Like he is, there are moments he is like giving the audience what's going on. 
and you just you just miss it. Mm-hmm. Cuz without the context, you just like miss it, but he's like letting you know like Dude, oh. it is it's it's like fucking Shutter Island. Yeah. It's literally it's different the second time you watch it. It literally is that. Yeah. I didn't realize it's fucking like Shutter Island, bro. Like, I'm surprised you both agree on a movie. Because yeah. it sim- seems like you had completely different taste in movies. Oh, yeah. No, I think sh- me and Sean actually like a lot of the same stuff, like, movie-wise. He just, when it comes to, like, big entertainment. The M, the M word. Yeah, Marvel. When it comes to, like, big entertainment, like, what is it, brand movies? Mm-hmm. He His... Uh, his ego can't be put aside. Oh, he wants to do the artistic. I need to see the. Yeah, art. I need to see art. I need to. Except yeah. for Wes Anderson, who is the franchise of art art house. You hate Wes Anderson. He hates. I why? He's just a bitch. <laughs> he thinks Wes he's Anderson, too goofy. He thinks he's too goofy. Wes Anderson is just like I'm. Like he's like a tumbler. I'm like I'm so like random. <laughs> <laughs> what if I made it? What if this thing was claymation? <laughs> Fuck you. What if this scene was paper mache? That's interesting. No, it's not. It's just stupid. He's a he's an auteur as well. Yeah, auteur retardo. <laughs> Well, well, we'll end on that. I'm sorry to say sorry, that. Sorry, yeah. Wes Anderson, Austin legend. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's from Austin. Uh, yeah, he hey, started. Hopefully, he, is he, did he die yet? Is he dead? No, he's right, young. Well, let's have him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I'm putting, I'm, let's manifest it. I want to debate him right now. He's 53. Yeah, he, Do you think he, would, he can't be making those movies at 53. No, I mean, I. I agree with you on that. Stop being quirky. Yeah. You're, an, you're a man yeah. now. <laughs> hey, Wes. Hey. Well, the time to be quirky is all. It's over. It's time to get to the Kickapoo Casino Lounge Resort <laughs> Hotel. Okay? No, I love his his art direction. It's amazing. But thank you guys for listening. Like always, uh, make sure to like and subscribe. Hit the follow. Review us on Spotify and Apple and shit. Also, um, uh, if you want to comment, leave a comment. Let us know what your favorite part of Nope was. Yeah. And uh, we love you. My name's Comedian Tony Casillas. You can, that's my Instagram. And you, uh, I got some shows coming up. I'm going to be in Oklahoma this weekend with Pablo Francisco, the fucking man of a thousand voices, featuring for him. That's I'm dope. excited at Bricktown Comedy Club. Then uh, on the 1st, I am doing, uh, no, the 2nd, I'm doing Chris Tellers and Friends. At Cap City Comedy Club. That's cool. In the Red Room, which I'm excited about. And then on that Thursday, it's the 8th? 4th. 4th. Me and Joshi, mm-hmm. we're going together to... South pa- Padre Island. South Padre Island. And uh, if you come out, come to our show, we'll swim with you in the beach. Naked. Na- <laughs> naked. Only naked. <laughs> so make sure to bring nothing. Because <laughs> we're going to be naked. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Sean Riley comedy on Instagram and shit. And then, um, come out to thoughtless comedy. We're doing a live showcase at the Creek in the cave here in Austin on Tuesday, August 2nd. Yeah. Ticket link is live. Just check it out. It's going to be a cool um, showcase. Sean is running. Yep. I'm hosting and we got Tony on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a pretty stacked lineup of local comics. Honestly. Yeah. If you guys are going to come to a show August 2nd, 
if you're closer, <laughs> if you're closer to Cap City, come to that one. But if you're closer to downtown, come. <laughs> oh to wait, somewhere. are you doing a show August second as well? Yeah. Oh, you're on the Red Row. Oh, that's yeah. at eight. Hey, sorry, Sean. I'm a book boy. <laughs> sometimes daddy gets booked double. It's a double day. Sometimes yeah, you gotta, double day. Hey, sometimes you got a double day. Um, but yeah, go to the one at the creek because if this one goes well, then you know we can do a regular show there, which would be pretty sick. But yeah, we uh, we appreciate you guys a lot, and thank you guys for listening to our dumb fucking podcast. It's pretty stupid. <laughs> thank you guys. Love you. Bye.